This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. We get a chat, Christian perspective on the news on a Friday with Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. A hearty good morning to you, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And I believe all of us need to pay attention to some pretty disturbing bills that could have very far-reaching consequences for us uh, coming before Parliament at this time. I was uh, part of a report back by 4SA, Freedom of Religion SA, uh, earlier this, this week on Tuesday. And uh, Nadine Bardenost, advocate Nadine Bardenost, gave a very a good uh, introduction and overview of the Papuda Bill, mm. the uh, Promotion of Equality and the Prevention of Unfair Discrimination Amendment Bill. Um, equity bill, some people call it, or the Papuda bill. Now, we should have very serious concerns about how this bill could undermine our constitutional rights to freedom of religion, Mm. freedom of belief, freedom of opinion, freedom of expression, freedom of association, and interfere with our freedoms of conscience before God to be free from unwarranted interference by the state and political entities. Because it should appear that this uh, Papuda bill or equity bill could be used to dictate to religious people and to religious institutions and churches and ministries what we may or may not say, what we may or may not do, mm. what we may or may not believe. It's not acceptable that any political institutions interfere with religious freedom, which is, after all, guaranteed by the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Yeah. It's unacceptable, it's unworkable, it's unconstitutional that people and institutions of faith could be subjected to time-wasting and money-wasting court cases simply because someone else chooses to take offense by what you may or may not say or may or may not do. And this bill is on the line of subjective opinion. It basically makes you guilty until proven innocent and makes it very hard to prove your innocence because it's not on the basis of anything objective. It's not on the basis of something that there was real intent for, that uh, is not relevant to this bill, to the bill, if somebody feels offended by something you said or didn't say or did or didn't do, um, that could make you guilty of what they call the promotion of equality and prevention of unfair discrimination. Mm. And so this is an extremely dangerous uh, precedent that subjective opinion and perceptions could be the basis for a lawsuit against the church or ministry. Mm-hmm. It could lead to an overwhelming flood of litigations that could tie up our legal system, which is already overwhelmed and backlogged, and could lead to competing chaotic lawsuits. Mm. Now, it's important to know that we have until the 30th of June to respond, and uh, they're trying to rush this bill through and gave the public only 30 days to respond to this bill when first introduced. And so it's important for us to speak up, for, to write and to uh, communicate to our elected representatives uh, our views on this. Mm. So this bill, this equity bill or uh, promotion of equality and prevention of unfair discrimination amendment bill, uh, to give it its correct title, uh, it broadens the definition of equality to mean, amongst other things, equal rights and equal access to resources, to opportunities, to benefits and to advantages. Now, this proposed definition of equality goes 
far further than the Constitution. It's dangerously overboard and therefore it's unconstitutional. There is a difference between fair discrimination and unfair discrimination. For example, we discriminate on so many things that, for example, on base of age, so that um, people under 18 aren't allowed to vote, they're not allowed to uh, drink alcohol, uh, they're not allowed to get motor vehicle licenses. So there are discriminations, mm. uh, but of course there's some discriminations that are fair and some are unfair, like men can't join women's groups, uh, at least not at the moment, and uh, uh, a woman can't uh, claim to be men or have access to uh, a man's club, just like a woman can't ex- expect access to a woman's club. And uh, churches are for Christians, membership um, calling to be the Sunday school teacher and so on and so forth. Is. There are discriminations that are fair and reasonable, but unfortunately this bill doesn't regard any of that. For example, under this bill, there could be a pressure or requirement given that all ministers must perform uh, weddings, even which is against their church constitution and even which is against their conscience and against teachings of the Bible. Um, there are churches that have all kinds of standards. Uh, so, for example, there's some churches say, well, we will not marry divorced people. The other churches, of course, all churches would say we don't recognize uh, the so-called LGBTQ type uh, alternative lifestyle weddings and so on and so forth. And so obviously there has to be a provision given for conscience and mm. for uh, religious conviction and freedom of association and freedom of thought and freedom of expression, freedom of belief, freedom of religion. These are guaranteed by a Bill of Rights, but not according to the Bill, because according to this bill, uh, this takes precedence over all other bills. And that is unprecedented, mm. that you would not have the Bill of Rights used as the gold standard by which to measure whether a law is legitimate or not legitimate. Uh, freedom requires freedom. And so the whole perception here is that discrimination can mean now a subjective opinion where a person can take emotional reaction to attribute motives to someone else who may never have even intended such harm or discrimination or thought of it. Hmm. So to effectively punish people for saying or doing things that did not even know to be wrong, or where there was no intention to break the law, is a radical departure from the rest of our law. This bill, in its present form, does not distinguish between fair discrimination, unfair discrimination, free choices, preferences, and any free society must allow freedom of association, freedom of belief and conscience and preference. To effectively make the accused guilty until proven innocent is unjust, it's unconstitutional, and frankly unprecedented in our legal tradition. To place the burden of proof on the person accused is in violation of the innocent until proven guilty principle long established by law. And so the bill in its present form provides for employers to be jointly liable for any perceived discrimination by their employees. Now, this is unjust. It's virtually impossible for any employer to foresee or to prevent every action or comment by every employee in all circumstances at all times. And so this presents an enormous burden on uh, businesses, organizations, and could lead to a lot less employment as mm. people are afraid of um, somebody saying or doing the wrong thing that somebody else perceives in the wrong way, and then you all end up in an expensive and uh, destructive lawsuit. This bill represents an attempted revolution in South Africa's legal system and requires all laws, policies, codes, and practices to get in line with and give effect to this radical ideological 
objective of this new overboard definition of equality represented by the bill. So this represents a serious threat to freedom and a potential weapon for abuse and mm. persecution of individuals and organizations and churches and ministries who may disagree with a politician and their statements. This bill imposes onerous financial obligations on community-based organizations and ministries and churches to allocate money from their budgets to implement measures to promote what this bill now defines as equality and to eliminate discrimination in the radical sense as defined by this bill. Mm. Now, this is a financial impossibility for any faith-based organization with designated funds and depending on donations by the members. So, in effect, this bill threatens a communist government-type coercion to compel conformity to political ideology. This is unnecessary, it is unworkable, it is unconstitutional, and for this reason, we need to strongly express our opposition to the bill and call for the scrapping of this potentially disastrous bill in its entirety. And we must do that. And in fact, we can encourage listeners that a few years ago, when there was the hate speech bill, mm. uh, 60,000 letters were mobilized to government, which led them to give the religious exclusion and conscience clause, which uh, removed the threat to churches and to our religious freedom. And so... The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The mm. statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. That's from Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. We need to be sure that all law is based upon God's law. And God's law not only gives us commands and forbids polytheism and pantheism and atheism, but is there's an implicit right in every one of the Ten Commands. So for example, the first command implies freedom of worship, and the third command forbids profanity and false prophecies and blasphemy, and the ninth command forbids perjury and gossip and slander. Mm. But these are the only restrictions on given to speech, and therefore, outside of those limited prohibitions against profanity, false prophecies, blasphemy, or gossip, perjury, and slander, there's freedom of speech. And we need to stand on our biblical freedoms. We need to proclaim liberty throughout the land. With the Spirit of the Lord, there is liberty. And so I trust that we will pray over this. We will give support to our elected representatives to oppose it and write and to communicate our opposition to this bill. And that must be done uh, to the Department of Justice before the 30th of this month. So God bless and may God continue to protect our religious freedoms in South Africa. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.